Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. Hey, Josh. Hey, Dennis. How you, how you how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know. I guess that guy was right. Yeah. Yeah, so we got our first non-friend comment on uh Podbean today. <laughs> I did see this. And I just want to say, you know, thank you so much. It's it was such a such a helpful comment. It was by Ricky Lee C, and he says uh, on episode one, his comment was pretty slow moving. Was there punctuation? Nope. Okay. No. Yeah. He just felt like it was pretty slow moving. I mean, he's not exactly wrong. I think looking back 26 episodes, give or take some, some bonuses here and there, I think we've learned a lot since then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he's, you know, he's probably on to something. We, it was probably pretty slow. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Finding our groove. I think we were pretty clear about that. Yeah. And that the title of the episode was Getting the Hang of This. <laughs> right. But I don't understand why this person was listening to the podcast. Best Friend Simulator, the podcast you listen to now. I'm Josh. Because in Podbean, you can... Oh, hi, I'm Dennis. Because in Podbean, you can uh, see what other people like and what they follow. And he only likes podcasts about the Bible. The New Testament, in particular. Why are you listening to our podcast? The episode episode one is called Freezers Full of Deer Cum. (laughs) Maybe he got like like a nasty side. Oh, Ricky, you a freak. Maybe he expected a much hornier podcast than he got. Oh, wait, he should just keep listening and and uh, listen to how Josh evolves into his sex-positive ways. I'm a, I'm a very sexual host. <laughs> you know, of all the podcasts I listen to, I have to say, you are the most sexual host. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. And I listen to a lot of sex podcasts. Yes. Where they're having and talking about sex. Not having sex. <laughs> That's not a podcast. I'm not going to lie, I, I've listened to, to one or two. Audio porn? No, just about sex. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I actually reached a milestone this week. I think I texted you about it. I have officially listened to a podcast about pretty much every single thing I'm interested in. Uh, I listened to some podcasts about podcasting this week. Wow. So I've become a full-on podcast boy. I've always called you podcast boy. You have. Even before podcasts existed, like when we were 14, I was like, yeah. what'd you call me? I was like, what's up there, podcast boy? And I used to slap you right on your behind. And I probably called you crude things that I wouldn't say now as an adult. Who's thank God. More, more sensitive to language. Thank, thank God. So, Josh, <laughs> we got a lot of feedback on last week's episode. All right. In varying formats. <laughs> I like so, it. So, I got a text message from our friend Steve... And Steve reamed me out. I mean, not really. But he said, there's no good Billy Joel. And would not listen to my argument uh, saying that 
The Ballad of Billy the Kid was one of the greatest American songs ever written, and other similar. No, he said too much Billy Joel talk. Worst music. He said it's he's he said Billy Joel is more unlistenable than Aerosmith. Ooh. I can't agree. I can't agree. I I can't agree. And I think my pause and unwillingness to discuss it last week when we were attempting to reach out to uh, Mike from Billy Joel's the, band, I think yes. may, maybe spoke volumes about my true feelings about Billy Joel. So, Steve, I, I'm, I'm more on your side than, than our friend uh, Dennis here. What? But Ugh. still fuck Aerosmith and everything they've ever done. Now, Alan, who, as as a true fan knows, uh, did the uh, did our theme music and was on our music episode. Alan says, you got to check out early Aerosmith, and he stands by it. He says the drug years are full of uh, really good, good jams. I, I just simply can't do it. And it's, maybe I'm a little hypocritical about this, because, like, early Metallica, still some of my favorite shit on the planet. They're, sure. Their later stuff, absolute garbage. So this is a good, a good argument to have. Is a band could, could like some years of a band's existence negate other years? Absolutely, because for me, early Metallica was so good and so formative on music that came after all you know heavy music that came after those first three Metallica albums, I would say. Sure. It, it was so foundational that Metallica could do whatever the fuck now, and it's not going to change that. I don't think early Aerosmith is so good to right. to counteract that later bullshit. Like, they, it's such a, a testament to absolute mediocrity and mm. shitty headscarves. It's just, ugh. <laughs> In Alan's defense or to I, I will say that i haven't listened to full aerosmith records i've only ever heard songs on the radio yeah so i could say yo dream on that's a good song and that dude could still hit those notes which is pretty impressive but not enough to negate everything that came off the armageddon soundtrack i mean not yes yes not enough yeah. to negate everything that came after it i mean dream on on its own is not a bad song i'll say that but fuck it Flush, flush it down the toilet. What about Janie got a got a gun? Yeah, that's a pretty Janie? good jam, but it's not as good as Dude Looks Like a Lady. Oh, fuck that band. That song's hilarious. Fuck them. Fuck that band. Fuck Aerosmith. I'd oh. be willing to go to jail for a couple of years just to punch Steven Tyler in the face. And I've never punched anybody in my fucking life. Wait, really? Yeah. Didn't you punch uh, that one kid in the face and gave him a bloody nose? Not on purpose. In like... Oh. You could ch- look. This okay, is our podcast I, now. You can change the story. I accidentally punched Rob in the face. Accidentally and gave him a bloody nose. And I also punched our friend Jesse in the face and gave him a bloody nose because I was showing him how superheroes punch backhanded in comic <laughs> books. And I accidentally hit him, and he got mad at me. Yep. And it wasn't my friend for a day. That sounds like some bullshit. But I've never saying. actually punched someone in the face on purpose. Okay, but you'll punch Steven Tyler in the face. Yes. You're, now, just so we don't get arrested or 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 get the feds on us, you, this is a comedy podcast. You're we're just making jokes. I'm making jokes. I'm absolutely serious, but I'm making jokes. That's very. That's a very confusing message, Josh. All right, fantastic. Um, now, also, listener Eric uh, let us know that "Stroke Me" by Billy Squire is not about masturbation, as we assumed. It's about the stock market. 
And when I asked him to cite his source, he responded immediately with a quote from the Baltimore Sun from June 11th, 1991, where Billy Squire says, I take songwriting very seriously and I wouldn't want anything I do to be construed as frivolous or mundane. Take The Stroke, for instance. Plenty of people saw sexual connotations in that song, but to me, it was about what goes on in the business world. I mean, I'm happy if people get something sexual out of it, but that was not its original intent or purpose. And I, I, said, I said to Eric, I said, hey, Best Friend Simulator loves a sexy business song. I, I have three separate thoughts about this right now. One... Eric, thank you. You're a librarian, so I like that you had that immediately for us. And that was my thought when I said I need a citation because I knew he would. Yes. Two, I rescind my invitation for Billy Squire to come onto the podcast because fuck a song about business. Because he's not sexy enough? He's not sexy enough. For this podcast. And three, I don't want anything I do to be construed as frivolous or mundane. As far as this podcast goes, I'm happy if people get something sexual out of it, but that's not my original intent or purpose here. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you're getting like crazy turned on, I mean, that's cool. We're not trying to do that, but hey, God I bless do, you. I, we do have smoky voices. Hmm. Oh, let's hey. do the rest of the podcast like this. I'm unbuttoning my belt. Can you hear it? Wait, what? <laughs> what kind of belt are you wearing? Unbuttoning. It's a that's bu- not that's not you unbuckle belt, huh? <laughs> what the fuck kind of belt are you wearing? It's a button belt. I'm un- I'm untying my belt right now. It's just a rope. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I went to a coffee shop in Philadelphia where I live and the gentleman uh, working was wearing a pair of trousers way too large for his size. And he had a rope tied around his waist. Hmm. And he was a gentleman of, like, 23. He also had possibly literal grease in his hair. Do you think he perhaps fell out of some kind of a time warp from the post-apocalyptic future? No. I think he... he. It was an affectation? I think he was trying to wear Coachella. Is that... Coachella? I don't... I think so. It was It was just very hip. Like a dust bowl hobo riding the rails? Yeah, like he was trying to ugly himself up. Okay. Is that Coachella? Or they wear like... I think they wear like a bird on their head or something. They wear a lot of Indian feathers, right? And like act like it's not... It's okay. Yeah, a lot of cultural appropriation goes on. Right. Wait, sure. so... but But I think that would be... Like cultural appropriate appropriation of like a a classic hobo or a, a tramp, if you're wearing a rope as a fucking belt. <sighs> yes, or maybe his belt broke that day. Nah, come on, you put a safety pin in your pants. A safety pin would not hold my pants up, dude. Then you stay home for the day. You don't tie a rope around your. Nobody does that. Nobody. How are you gonna get the money to to buy a new belt if you stay home from work all willy nilly like that? All willy-nilly. Use your brain, buddy. I got belts, baby. I'm siding with this post-apocalyptic future Coachella No, barista. get out. No, fuck you. You're pe- we're, we're over. This is he dumb. was where No, he was... Oh, he, I think he was purposely trying to look like... What's his... Um, the comedian... 
No, 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 no. The way over the top absurd comedian who's boxcar uh, Willie. Uh, that's not a comedian. That's a that's a drifter. He isn't. He's a a music man, isn't he? Was he? <sighs> What's a music man like? Yeah. The music man. He's the man who creates a music. A musician is the. I think that's the word you're going for. Eh, you know. Who's the comedian with all the grease in his hair, wears the giant glasses, and says really absurd things? Andrew Dice Clay. Ooh. Yeah, I could see how I led you to that. That's not what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, I hate when I can't come up with names. But Andrew Dice Clay was a good guess. Thank you. You know, if he was trying to look like Andrew Dice Clay with fucking leather jacket and the cigarette behind his head, then I'd be like, all right. That's a si- that's silly, but it's funny. Not behind this. his head, like like you know, he, the yeah, reaching you know, around with the cigarette. Okay, yeah. Not behind. You know what I'm talking about. Around I his gotcha. head, not behind his head. Now, let me ask you a question: Should two people who have such a horrible command of the English language be doing a podcast? Absolutely. The answer is yes. It doesn't matter. Anybody can do a podcast. I mean, we could just keep putting these out there. That's the internet, man. No matter how few downloads we get. Yeah. We killing it. We could literally do this for the rest of our lives. I mean, I thought that was the intent. Yes. Well, no, you were telling me you're going to drop me like a bag of hot shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. A, it's just a threat. Try to keep you on your toes. B, I've never said I was going to drop anything like a bag of hot shit. <laughs> I can read between the lines, Dennis. Who is carrying hot shit around? I don't you would you want to? That's the thing. No, I would drop it. Oh, I see, see? what you did there. Always is this fast ahead of you there, buddy. Is, is this fast enough for you, Ricky? Are we moving fast enough? Should we go to the next topic? Are next we, topic, as- Job. Fuck off. How fast are New Testament podcasts? Alright, alright, alright. Let's go. Let's That's go. That's the most let's boring go. part Exodus. of the Bible. Yeah, I know. Old Testament's got all the violence and shit. Ricky. What's it? <laughs> I take it back. Hey, Ricky, real talk. Real talk. Thanks for thanks for downloading the episode and listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. Yes. I, I hope you did maybe dig into a later episode and see if it was to your liking. Yeah, listen to this one. This one's good. Ten maybe we'll 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 call this episode Hey Ricky, listen to this one. Ricky. <laughs> hey Ricky, is this fast enough for you? <laughs> now, should 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 two people with such a command of the English language and anger issues be doing a podcast? Yes. Why not? Done and done. Welcome to Best Friend Simulator. I am glad that we didn't discuss this review beforehand, but we both did the same amount of digging into it. We both checked him out. Who's this guy? Yeah, that's it. That's all we yeah. did. We are amateur uh, internet sleuths at best. Yes. Ricky. <sighs> I did write a note to myself for all the things I'm not supposed to do, and one of them said, don't sigh, but I think this was, uh, this was warranted. That was an appropriate sigh, in my opinion. Thank you. So what's going on, man? Ah, uh, my brain feels a little bit fried. I have been doing a ton of research for our next episode about the Skinwalker Ranch. I've listened to the audiobook now of The Hunt for the Skinwalker, and I've been doing a lot of notes and digging into it, and man, it's nuts. So I, I wanted to make sure, I, we were going to do it this episode, but I wanted to make sure it made sense. So I'm trying to take my time with the notes and get it 
cohesive, so I'm not completely just spouting off absolute nonsense here. See, but I've been doing that. Oh, go ahead. We put work into this shit. Yeah, I try to. Damn it. We don't just. We don't just. Ricky, let it off the top of our head. I do work, Ricky, for you. Damn it, Ricky. 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 Hold on, Josh. <laughs> Listeners, take a second. I want to. I just want to say something. R- Ricky, this is just for you. Come back to us, baby. Come on, give us another shot. Ricky. Tell you and your and your friends. We'll talk about New Testament shit. What do you got? Ricky, come over here. Come sit on my lap. Let's talk. It's got to get sexual with you. I I re I rebuttoned my pants. Rick, Ricky Ricky, we tied our pants up. Nothing weird. What do you want to talk about? Let's Job. talk about Job. Job. New Testament. Josh, look at me. I'm a heathen if there ever ever was one. I don't know. I've I've almost certainly said disparaging things about religion, Christianity in particular, in subsequent episodes. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe if Ricky will really dig our whole steez here. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. He's not. Don't let your ass hit you on the way out the door, Ricky. Yeah, leave the pod- Leave this podcast door. <laughs> Ricky. Leave this podcast out of the virtual door. No, I'm just kidding. No, come back, Ricky. Come back, we need you. How are we going to get to 10,000 if we can't even keep one Ricky? One Ricky. <sighs> I've also been selling a lot of stuff on eBay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've been spending the weekend. Stop doing that with your face, you freak. That's my, I'm fried from eBay face. What are you selling on eBay? Um, I am selling a bunch of action figures. Oh. I was a a big action figure collector several years back, but I had to kind of slow the whole thing down once I moved out here because I don't have the space. I don't really have the disposable income that I used to have when I lived back in Philly. And uh, I also don't have access to awesome flea markets like I used to. So that whole thing is kind of gone. So I'm selling some stuff, mostly toys. I got a few other odds and ends. People on eBay have a hard time. In in what way? Like a hard time understanding? So, for instance, I listed a non-toy item. I have a Watane belt buckle. Watane is the Swedish black metal band. Okay. I posted that up as an auction. Uh, Someone bid on it, and then minutes after the bidding, just sent me a a message that said, sell me the belt buckle? Question mark. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, you think it that, took me a while. You think they didn't understand the concept at all? I don't know. They gave me so little to work with that I didn't know if this was... They don't understand how eBay works fundamentally at all. Or if they were trying to say I should bypass the whole eBay thing and sell to them directly. Oh. Which, I mean, I clearly don't want to do because I have it listed on eBay. But, yeah. So how did you respond? It took me a while to figure out exactly what they were going for. So I just said, so no, sorry, I don't want to sell outside of the auction. And then I ended with a good luck with an exclamation point. <laughs> but they didn't bid. They did bid. They bid and then sent me. Oh, weird. Yeah. They bid first and then sent me the message. Oh, so maybe. Yeah. So I think you're right. They were like, sell it to me for the thing I for the bid. I made. Yeah. The first bid. That's how this works. With five days left to go. Yo, how much did you sell Watane belt buckle for? I don't know. I mean, it hasn't sold yet. Um, What are we up to? I'll tell you next episode. Just tell me, not the listeners. Are you interested? I need, well, I need a belt buckle. (laughs) So anything will work. You can really button your belt up with that. Tie it all up nice and tight. 
So I understand you've been uh, doing a little bit of online shopping yourself uh, in a, of a sort. Well, good segue. Uh, no, so we're looking, we're thinking about moving, mm-hmm. mostly because I like to drive, and the neighborhood where we live is insanely jam-packed with people, and every time I drive, I feel like I'm being punished when I return, because it takes me like 20 minutes to find a parking space. Plus, we live in a part of the town that is just, just constantly constantly having new construction and condos and uh, pretty soon it's going to be totally saturated with people and i'm going to hate it and we live in an apartment and i kind of miss living in a house so i'd like to live in a house again and have a lot of space that's i mean it's a nice way to go yeah we lucked out with our apartment and it's it's really big and um i can't complain but it just it's so broken up in levels that it's we don't have like one big space to have a lot of people in and we miss mm-hmm. kind of having like brunches and and stuff like that brunch you know listen to me what am i you know we miss having like a bunch of people over cuz when we do they all have to like pack into like one small area so we're looking around anyway that was a boring way to get to what i'm talking about uh find <laughs> looking for houses on craigslist is not even craigslist we're looking at all all like a whole bunch of the sites that have listings and it's like the main, f- we looked at this house the other day, the main photo. So you can, just like eBay, you put like 10 pictures up there and they say, which one do you want the main picture to be? Now, if you <laughs> now if you are selling a house, trying to rent out your house, apartment, what do you think the main picture, the first thing that you want people to see? What do you think that would be? If this was you. Well, I mean, I'm going to go with the straight answer here and say maybe the, the exterior of the house, a well-lit... Maybe. Sure. Well-framed exterior shot of the house. Makes sense to me. What about the toilet? And I'm not saying the bathroom. I'm saying a shot just of the toilet with the seat up. Do you think that should be the main picture of your of your apartment house? I mean, is it a special toilet? Uh, now, if it's one of them, their toilets that they got in Japan where it like, shoots water up your butt and plays a little music, then I might... I might bid a little extra for that one, you know what I'm saying? No, it was just a toilet with the seat up. The seat up. Was it a clean toilet, at least? It was clean, at least, thank God. Okay, well, that's good. But I don't understand. Maybe it was like, uh, hey, we really know how to take good care of our toilets, so you know you're covered with the rest of the house. We're not going to flush you down the drain. Hey, there's no piece of shit here. Yeah, you think, that, you think that's what they're trying to say? That, I think that's probably what they're saying. Then there were other ones where, I mean, obviously most most houses don't come furnished, but they're taking pictures of things that won't be there when you move in, like like certain furniture, and and it's just like, what are you doing here? And and I guess people are living there, so so the landlord, I'm assuming, is like, hey, I got to get pictures of the house, uh. Just watch out for a second. Now I'm looking at pictures of, like, people's shit. A pile of clothes, uh, like a bicycle. Like, what am I looking at? This is not the house. A pool table, where at the bottom of the thing, it, it had to, at the bottom of the picture, it had to say, pool table not included. Like, no shit. I didn't think I was going to get a pool table room in this two-bedroom rental house. Man, that'd be pretty sick, I, though. See, I thought that'd be pretty cool, but also kind of weird. 
did you get in touch with him and say how much extra for the pool table? Yeah, and he responded. He's like, pool table's not included. I was like, ah, hard bargain, huh? <laughs> also, who's the motherfucker that moves into a small ass house but insists on having their pool table in there? Uh, like a real, a real pool shark. A real fats domino. Minnesota fats. Minnesota fats domino. Minna domino. So. I'm I'm also we really want a, a place where there's like I'm just gonna go skip over that. I really please do. Yeah. We really want a place with like a little yard. Just a little yard, right? Yeah. So you can go back to hosting your backyard wrestling league. You know it, baby. I have what am I gonna do with all of these fluorescent bulbs? Or what are those things called? You know what I'm talking about. Steel chairs? No, the long bulbs. We could break yeah, over each other's backs. That's a fluorescent bulb. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And these steel chairs. And all this barbed wire. This table? Folding table? Yo, so some people post pictures of their backyards. It's like, full of fucking shit. Like... Like literal shit? Like garbage. Maybe that's why the toilet's so clean. <laughs> this is a different house. Just like, garbage. I'm just like... Uh, are you trying to, like, get this sold? Or are you? do you want to... Do you not want people to move in? Ugh, yeah. So frustrating. I don't... I'm baffled by people constantly. Mm. I also... I check Craigslist a lot. I look at, like, bike stuff on Craigslist often. Okay. Some of the pictures that I see on that... What's what's the the technique where you have your camera set to, like, a, a long exposure and you kind of tilt it while it's okay. shooting? You know yeah, that, like that move? To, yeah, to do, like, a little... Tilt exposure? Is that what it's called? Nah, sure. Sure. I don't know. It seems like people take artsy pictures like that of bikes, which is really not what you want. Oh, to show movement. Uh, maybe. Or they passed out while they were taking the picture. <laughs> okay. And like, I oh, like well, that. That's enough. I like that. I'll feel. sell you this bike for $500. Yeah, what's up with people, man? Or like, what's yeah. the angle that I can take a picture of this that would provide you with no information? What's up with that, Ricky? Yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Where's your God now? <laughs> <laughs> too far? Did I take it too far? I think we took it too far. I think we um, should also stop looking at comments or something. No, I'm not going to do that. But that's a good, probably good advice, but I'm not going to do that. If if this guy's lukewarm response to our episode on Podbean is affecting us this much, what's going to happen when we get our first one-star iTunes review? Oh, man, I don't know if I can handle it. It's too much, too much pressure. I'm I'm going to leave us one. No, from a why? dummy account. Now, I think I know the answer to this, so I'll ask you anyway. Should I respond to Ricky's comment? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I thought you were gonna say no, but uh, link him like, out to this episode. Oh yeah, we got one for you, buddy. One more try. Come on, just. For I us. think you're gonna really appreciate this episode. Yeah, you. Hey, you're gonna. Your love friend it. Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> He's back again. He's back. Oh. Can't wait till the, uh, we gotta bring back the convention where somebody dresses up like Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the earlier episodes, they did a lot more character work, and I thought that was hilarious. I was intrigued by the character Lava Jesus, but he, uh, seemed to have dropped him. Wait, was there a Lava Jesus character? At one point, yeah. No, I, I, I forget that. Sometimes our friends will be like, yo, listen to the podcast the other day. That one thing you said, and I was like, stop right there. You got to remind me, because once we finish recording, I have no idea what was discussed. Yes. Goes right in my memory, trash. 
<laughs> out of here. I got other shit to do. Also, we got some assistance from another listener this week. Keegan sent us some uh, a new some news info, and this was in the bgr.com. I don't know what it is. I never heard of it. But uh, it says, Scientist says he's found fossilized alien footprints on Mars. Blames NASA for cover-up. Hmm. So here's the gist of this one. Barry D. Gregorio, a researcher with the University of Buckingham, and an author who has published books on Mars and its potential to host life, keep that in mind, believes previously released NASA imagery from the planet offers clear evidence of Martian tracks. He believes photos showing small indentations in rock are actually long fossilized footprints of some type of alien life. Now, I looked at the photo, one of the photos, and it's like, come on, how can you tell? So he says, put it this way, these images have not been seen on Mars to date. One of the things that grabbed me immediately was the expediency that NASA left the area of such a mission. Hmm. Hmm. NASA, meanwhile, is doing its best to remain level-headed as it explains why DiGregorio has lost his marbles. I don't think NASA said that, but... <laughs> uh, the tracks that are at the heart of this debate are actually much smaller than might be obvious from the photographs, and NASA claims that they're actually only about the size of a sesame seed. That's kind of small. It's very small. The agency... Yeah, the agency believes the odd shapes to be the byproduct of crystal formations in the rock and points to similar crystals found here on Earth that bear a striking resemblance to what DiGregorio believes are alien footprints. Hmm. These shapes are characteristic of gypsum crystals, says Sanjeev Gupta of the NASA's Mars Curiosity Science Team. Uh, these can form when salts becomes concentrated in water, such as in an evaporating lake. That was it. Did Mr... De Gregorio expand on this? No, that was like the entirety of the article. Okay. But he is going to release his findings at a conference later this year. Okay. Hoping to drum up support for his theory among other scientists. I see. Now, what if we says we go over to the University of Buckingham and see what kind of researcher Barry De Gregorio is? Let's do that. All right. We'll be right back, folks. All right. So, turns out this guy definitely does work at the University of Buckingham. He is an honorary research fellow in astrobiology. And he studies iconology... Didn't you mention iconology before? Maybe. Maybe not. A science which combines the study of dissolution cavities left behind by organisms along with their tracks, trails, and burrows. So he is somewhat of a specialist, but I don't know. He's got a personal professional interest in life, in the search for life on Mars. He wrote Mars, Living Planet, and The Microbes of Mars, and he has a kick-ass mullet, at least in this picture. Yeah, he, he definitely looks like an individual who would have a lot of theories about life on Mars. So maybe he does know what he's talking about, but also he has books about Mars, so he's trying to sell some. That's that seems to be the case with a lot of people. Yeah. Now, did it did it state what kind of conference? I didn't actually check mm -mm. out this article. I, I forgot to because I was so busy with Skinwalker Ranch stuff. No, it just said a conference later this year. So you know that's like definitely legit. 
Well, I mean, is it is it going to be like an actual science conference? You well, think? Or? Well, maybe he is a scientist, or is he kind of picking his his exit strategy from the science world? Do you this, think this might be like the least like trying to just drum up some conspiracy BS than some of the other things we've talked about. He seems to have a legit scientific. But he he does state that there's a conspiracy though, right? Yeah, that is true. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what NASA would stand to gain from this conspiracy. Well, because NASA's run by Martians. Oh, there I you mean, go. That's my theory. Also, I mean, I, I feel like if you would ask me, looking at it, I don't know, looking at it pragmatically, if NASA would say, hey, we think we found signs of alien life, that would automatically make NASA's budget triple, I think. But th- but the whole reason why the the government covers up alien stuff is because they don't want there to be a mass hysteria so if nasa came out and said yo we think this is aliens people would freak out so they have to do it in like more like in like smaller ways like finding water and finding bacteria stuff like that that seems like a great fucking way to do it but tracks they've been fucking cock teasing us all these years i'm sorry that was a crude way of putting that no, I... Look, man. I used to write poetry to aliens when I was in high school. What? Uh, wait, hold on. What? I used to write, like, blank verse poetry to aliens when I was in high school. Are you going to read that now? Please say yes. No. I don't have it near me. Oh, my God. I did, uh, when Jamie and I were dating and got kind of serious, I did let her read all of my high school notebooks. What? As, as a way to lay my soul bare. I'm writing it on our list right now. Josh's poetry for next week. Oh, God. (laughs) You shouldn't have said anything. Also, now we have this Google Doc where we write our notes down. We don't, like, write any jokes down. That stuff just comes right off the top of our heads. But we do have a loose framework as to how we're going to approach the episode. And uh, there's some sabotage afoot, my friends. Sabotage. Looks like somebody didn't want to do the work that they swore they were going to do by watching Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, I watched it. <laughs> okay. But NASA uh-huh. showed up uh-huh. and erased my memories. Oh, shit. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. They do that every time you seem to forget to prepare for the show. You said this before. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I'll say this, though. In the past week, I probably spent a solid 12 hours on Skinwalker Ranch stuff. Damn, Doc. So I don't know what is what's more important to these people. <laughs> these people that you're broadcasting to right now? Yeah. You mean our... Ricky. <laughs> what's more important to you, Ricky? You want me to watch Vampire in Brooklyn, or do you want me to tell you about the goddamn Skinwalker Ranch in Utah? Ricky just wants us to speed this shit up. Ricky doesn't have any sort of agenda other than he's got shit to do. Hey, Ricky, on, on your, your podcast listening app, look down. There's a, a speed up feature. I recommend uh, 1.25. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. You see, are, are you seeing what's happening here? What? I'm asking you why you're not doing your work, and now all of a sudden you're taking it out on Ricky. You're trying to it's about Ricky. You're just like NASA. <laughs> Watch your noggin. Uh, how much work did you put into this week? Yo, like... I spent like 20 minutes today and like fleshed out this whole this whole outline. Yeah. 
So let's see. I, I put in 12 hours of research into Skinwalker Ranch. I read a whole book in the past week, spent most of today putting my notes together. Oh, and I also uh, edited a podcast Damn, dog. earlier this week. You put a lot of work into this. But I got up at five in the morning what? to edit a podcast before work. That's, two days in a row. That's crazy. You need some sleep, dog. So uh, I don't know. All I'm asking is, what do you got, buddy? Yo, I'm not the one who picked... You're being a real Ricky right now. I'm not the one who picked all the hard shit to do. My job is just to bust the chops of people that, that give us crap. And I feel like I've accomplished that today. I know. It seems like I'm picking that up, too. Yeah, you're so angry. Ricky. Wait, and now I feel like you're directing that at me. Like, Ricky is... I was kidding. Like, Ricky is the harsh taskmaster of the of the podcast, and now everybody's a Ricky who's giving you gruff. Hey, Dennis. What's up, Josh? I miss you, buddy. Aw, buddy. I want to I want to touch your hair. It looks soft today. It's so I just I just wash. I'm not gonna say shower anymore. I just washed before the podcast, and it's maximum softness today. Oh, you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I want it to look good for you. Plus, at forty plus years old, I don't know if our listeners can really relate to this, but uh, apparently, you never stop getting acne, and so. The other day, I was like, yo, maybe I need to, like, clean my face after I eat, because I keep getting pimples, like, under my, you know, like, on my chin and stuff. I'm like, maybe I eat, like, a manimal. Oh, you got, like, a sloppy chicken grease chin? I'm getting all that. <laughs> you know what they... Sucking on them licking chicks. What? What's a licking chick? A chicken leg? You making a joke? Uh. Was that a joke, or did you just have a stroke? Uh... What am I, I'm moving a little too fast for you here? Hold on, you gotta slow it down. I know Ricky got that one. No, he can't handle this. Oh, yeah, so, you know, 40 plus years old, you still get pimples and acne and look like an idiot. God, everything sucks. I don't think you look like an idiot. Aww. My hair is soft. It's so fucking soft. Look, at the first convention, or even the first live show, I, I think we should have a, a special contest and a few lucky listeners will get to touch Dennis's soft hair. I think that's a great idea. You know, I wonder if that's partially why I have not, I haven't really been into pets. Because, like, the other day I was having, I wasn't having a good day. It was, like, a couple weeks ago. And I was just sitting there and I just started, like, petting my own hair. And, I, and it calmed me down. And I was like, I'm my own dog. Woof. Well, you're my dog. D-A-W-G. Hey, uh, so coming out next week is my autobiography, Be Your Own Dog, by Dennis, this guy. But can it, is the cover you transforming into a dog-like being? Yes, with a backwards hat. Ooh, that's a good segue Uh for Skinwalker Ranch. Why? You want to know about dog men, Dennis? Ooh, do they wear backwards hats? No, they wear plaid shirts, though. Ooh, I would wear a plaid shirt if shirts looked good on me. Oh. I'm excited about next episode. Oh, me too. I think it's going to be great. Because we talked about Skinwalker Ranch before. Yeah, yeah. And we finally got to it. And, I finally got to it. And we're going to talk about more. Yes. It's very exciting. Yes, indeed. So, in conclusion, NASA conspiracy? Probably not. No. Young Josh desperately wanting to find signs of extraterrestrial life? Yes. Definitely. Dennis, own dog? Absolutely. To each his own about music? Correct. About podcasts. Absolutely. Ricky, you don't have to like our podcast. That's cool. Ricky, thanks for being a good sport and listening to this episode. Hey, I appreciate you checking it out. Uh, Next week, we're going to talk about uh, Job. Um, 
uh, 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 Saul, Meshach, Artax, <laughs> and away we go. Meshach Taylor from Designing Women and Mannequin Two. God, if we can get him on the podcast, it would be so great. Oh man, it would be. We could ask him what it was like being in the Bible and Mannequin Two. Meshach, I have a question for you. It's a three-parter. What was it like working with the Sugar Bakers, being in the Bible, and being in Mannequin 2 on the move? And the Christ Jesus. Oh, my God. Josh. Josh. I have been. I have been. Has he gone to sit at the right side of his friend Jesus? four years ago. Well, you happy now, Ricky? Your God did this. <laughs> we just apologized to Ricky, and now we're taking him back down again. What's wrong with us? <sighs> I'm sorry, Ricky. <sighs> I'm legit sad about Mishash Taylor. Hey, Ricky. I think that's all the time we have for this show. And away we go. Or call. Oh, you ruined it. God damn it. <laughs> See you next week. Skinwalker Bye. Ranch. Goodbye. Ricky. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.